0: Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Hey, it's Jamie. I'm jumping in real quick before we get into the tech breakthrough session with Geraldine Carter today because I wanted to let you know that uh, just a couple weeks ago, Geraldine had a healthy baby boy and we recorded this session when she was about eight months pregnant. So she was full on in business mindset mode. Until probably two days before her little boy was born. I'm hoping she's going to have a little bit of rest and a little bit of time off of work. But she is going to be back at her coaching practice and ready to help more people succeed. So um, it's not going to be long. If you are interested in working with Geraldine, definitely reach out to her. But understand that I'm going to make sure she keeps the brakes on a little bit longer and enjoys the bonding time with her little boy. Okay, let's get into the tech breakthrough session. This is the Tech of Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sletsky, and today I have with me Geraldine Carter. This is our first Tech Breakthrough episode, and I am so excited to dig into Geraldine's technology question and help her break through it. But before we get there, let me share a little bit more about her. Geraldine loves thinking big and loves being outdoors. She did a solo bike trip across Southeast Asia and takes full advantage of the great outdoors in Montana, where she currently lives. Geraldine is a coach to women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world. After having co-founded and grown her own conscious company, the doing good thing runs deep. Her passion for the planet is clear. And with her business experience, she is poised to support and mentor women who believe in creating something beyond what currently exists. It is incredible what she offers to her clients, and I am thrilled to have you here on the Tech of Business podcast. Welcome, Geraldine. Oh, thank you, Jamie. I'm so excited to be here. This is great. Yeah. And I'm so excited that we're doing a tech breakthrough session with you today, Geraldine, because these sessions are advantageous for both you and the audience. We're going to do something concrete for you in your business and everyone's going to be able to learn from that and um, make it work in their own businesses. So can you share with us a little bit about what you want to break through today um, tech-wise?
1: Yeah, sure. So I have, like you say, a coaching practice, some of which happens in person, but a lot of which happens online, especially the sort of financial transaction part and the scheduling and the the PayPal and the type form questions and all that. And there's an element of, it just doesn't run smoothly on the backside. It's a bit clunky. The user flow is maybe not always so clear. Users don't always know what to click through. Sometimes they miss this link or they don't see that link or they don't fill out this thing or they email me with where are we meeting again and all that kind of thing. So what I want is a super simple, crystal clear user flow. Mm-hmm. that walks my clients through exactly what they need to do, all the steps, which are really straightforward. It's just schedule. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, answer 10 questions and have the, our meeting be on your calendar. So, and that when you see it on your calendar, you know where we're meeting. Oh. And then also of course, get a confirmation and a reminder email 24 hours beforehand. Right. Right. And I just want that all to be super simple so that I do, on the setup end, spend much less time kind of finagling and finessing so that it's clear. Mm-hmm. And on the user receiving end, that they get exactly what they need. They know what's going on. And, you know, minus the total space cadets who don't read anything, they get the email that they need and the confirmation you know, the confirmation stuff that they need. They know where we're meeting and they know that, you know, they're paid up and they have their questions answered and they've got like, it's all clear and contained.
0: Nice. Yes, absolutely. And right now, what scheduling software are you using?
1: Right now I'm using Calendly and I was already on a paid version and yesterday upgraded to the pro version so that I could integrate PayPal.
0: Nice. So you've got PayPal integrated now. So you've got Calendly for this session and Calendly is going to notify you that someone has booked and paid. Is that correct?
1: That's right. Yeah. Although I just tested it yesterday and I haven't seen a payment notification come through. I see the Calendly notification come
0: through. Okay. And no, no payment notification from PayPal yet? Not that
1: I've seen, although I haven't gone digging and I have so many email accounts that who knows where it
0: might be. Yeah. That's another topic altogether, (laughs) but we'll, we'll assume for the moment that Calendly and PayPal are doing everything that they're supposed to be doing. I would love to see, and this is kind of my own thought process on it, is possibly having some integration with um, an email automation, um, an email funnel. Are you? Do you have an email list and a provider that you're using?
1: Yes. And I'm using MailChimp, which is a whole other podcast. Episode.
0: <laughs> MailChimp works just <laughs> fine for this. Um, what I'm thinking that we might want to do is take that person from Calendly and inject into MailChimp using something like Zapier, Um, inject them into an automation or set them up to be able to receive additional emails. So not just the email that comes from Calendly, but something that's really welcoming them to your system saying, I've received your payment and this, that, whatever. And we can use either Calendly or PayPal or both as triggers. Um, That's kind of where my brain went was to take you out of the emailing process.
1: Yes, please. That would be awesome because so, the yeah. what I what I find in calendly is you know your ability to write a thoughtful or nice email is just sort of you can but it's limited
0: yes so having calendly there so it sets things up is the first step and then that gets it so that they can add it to their calendar it gets it so that you're notified about it and then we can you know have calendly then process through Zapier, or possibly there might be a direct integration in Calendly. I didn't do research beforehand to make sure to see what was going on in Calendly. So I will definitely add some other notes to the show notes if there's other suggestions, and I'll share those with you offline after I look at it a little bit further. But being that we can add this person. So that they get an email from Mailchimp, I see that you've signed up. Be sure to go ahead and fill out this type form. Then we can also integrate Typeform with Zapier. So when you receive the response from Typeform, then they, that could be the ne- next trigger to saying, "I've received everything. I look forward to your call." And then you can keep the a Q sorry the uh, Calendly reminder that the call that the call is coming the day before, making sure that that is set up.
1: Nice. That would be lovely to have all that be automated and smooth.
0: Yeah. Because again, you said it, these are just a bunch of systems. And if we can use something to make it easier for you to not have to worry about the intake process, it just gets done. And then there can be reminders as well. So if you send out the automated one, when they, when you've received payment, Hey, fill out this type form There's also ways of making sure that if they didn't fill out the type form, there might be a reminder email that we could send out. We can set all of that up through Zapier's amazing integrations. There's actually some really cool tools also inside MailChimp that a lot of people don't know about. And what I'm going to do is tell you that there are um, additional fields that you can set for users. So we can set up a brand new list for people who are private clients who are doing this type of coaching. And inside there, there can be a checkbox that we can trigger saying they filled out their type form or that they, you know, that, and then we can have another box that has their, 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 um, their date as to when they're going to be doing their strategy session, all of that stuff can be contained within Mailchimp, even though it doesn't seem to be native to Mailchimp,
1: okay. I'm mostly following cool. and of course, Ask. yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. And I'm the kind of person who has to see it in action to really get it. But in my head, it all it all makes sense, and I'm mostly following
0: okay. so let's let's recap. Brand new client comes to the website. They say, I want to do this. They click the button. They go to Calendly. They find something that works on your schedule on their schedule and they click next. They fill out the couple of forms on there. They then are sent to PayPal. They pay. Then they receive magic emails. They receive the email saying, Uh, Here's your confirmation and that's from Calendly. They receive a magic email from Mailchimp saying, welcome, so glad you booked. Please click this link and fill out the type form. That's basically all triggered automatically. Then what we do is we have that second trigger, when the type form is filled out and complete, that sends an email back to them through Mailchimp saying, thank you, we've received it, everything is good and set. And the way that you get that all working together is using these additional fields inside MailChimp to keep track of things. And so you can also set up reminders in other ways as well. Um, The biggest trick to this whole thing is making sure that we can find a way to either not send them an email after their sessions already happened because you know, maybe they booked it for tomorrow and we have the reminder email going out at different intervals than that. Um, or for making sure that you, if you are gonna set up a reminder email inside MailChimp, that the trigger is accurate and makes sense. And I believe that there is a field inside MailChimp that we could use as a trigger saying, send it 24 hours before this page. Um, I'd have to look for sure because again, I know a lot of these tools I work in a lot of these tools for a lot of my clients, but I don't necessarily have it in front of me at the moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the,
1: the, the email coming out from MailChimp would somehow know when the Zoom, no, it's not even Zoom. It's when, okay. Yeah. It's when Calendly has the meeting scheduled for, and it would know how to read Mailchimp. Yeah, so, so we would
0: have that, that piece of information in, um, sent over from Calendly through Zapier over to MailChimp, and it can just be in a form field. I had a client who needed a special field inside um, their users' accounts. I did this back last summer where I had to have a unique piece of information, and we could easily add that piece of information into the email automation. So there's definitely doable doableness with that. Awesome. Cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then I have a detail level question because you said PayPal, they schedule, they pay with PayPal. Mm-hmm. And then somehow that triggers an email, but that's all taken care of through the Zapier sort of interface. We
0: can. And so, okay. you know, y- you you would have to decide, do you want the Calendly to trigger the email? Or would you want the Calendly to set up the email and wait for the PayPal processing to finish it up? I think that they're kind of one in the same, and I would probably just use Calendly for that. Um, and then maybe when the Calendly one comes through, maybe it kicks off an email to you saying, check your PayPal account. Okay. And that, that makes sense. You know, would be the the extent of that. And actually, it should go to your admin. Because we all have that magical admin who, uh, or that magical admin email address, so it doesn't stay. It it it's an admin task. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. So let me raise the bar one level and say that you know, though I love PayPal for its convenience, simplicity, whatever, um, I have I use Wave for my accounting and. It doesn't read my PayPal account currently. I don't even know if that can happen, it actually. It
0: can. But, Wave, oh Wave use, I, I've used Wave, and you can bring in your PayPal.
1: Okay, because one of the things I'm currently doing manually is every month going in to collect my transactions, my income in PayPal, manually inserting them into Wave, and then also figuring out the fees on all the PayPal charges and manually inserting those as expenses. So part of me was like, should I can I bypass wave? I mean, can I bypass PayPal and just use wave for payment or something? Mm-hmm. Or should I just hook up PayPal and wave? Is that possible so that I don't have to manually do those transactions, the income and the fees?
0: Yes. So PayPal can be integrated into wave that I know for sure. Cause I've done it myself. Uh, so it's just a matter of getting that set up so that it imports it and it actually imports it as two separate fields. It imports it as the the payment and the fee, so you can cool. separate those out. So that would make those things a lot easier. Um, I don't think that actually now that it, it's possible. I mean, again, these are all these are all thoughts. Uh, that we could explore. Uh, it's possible that the Calendly, instead of it integrating with PayPal, could integrate with Wave and create um, an invoice that gets sent to them, and then you can have take your payments through Wave.
1: Okay, yeah, I was wondering that too. And, and just that, cut would PayPal be, that would be that would be a
0: Zapier integration. Okay. Yeah, and that would be really cool too, because then you're removing PayPal from the equation, uh, and you're taking away uh, time that you spend. On your accounting uh, or that your bookkeeper, your future bookkeeper, because we all want bookkeepers and accountants (laughs) and admins and everything. And, you know, if you have this, all these systems working for you, then it gets to actually push off when you hire that next person. (laughs) Yes, totally.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would be a time saver. It would be one less thing that I need to do, you know, to go in and my PayPal account and see what's there and move the money over to my bank account and it takes three, five days and blah, blah, blah.
0: Yes. Nicer if that just landed
1: right in my account.
0: I think Zapier might just be your new best friend.
1: Yeah. Who are these Zapier people? I've heard of this magic connector app.
0: Yes. So Zapier in a nutshell is a, an app that sits between, or a website that sits between a lot of other software services. Um, Most software services out there have what's called an API, which is how you can connect to it from outside. And Zapier just takes one person's API and takes another person's API and does all the code behind the scenes to make them talk to each other in a user-friendly way. It's actually a really nice tool. Um, They have a starter level, which allows you to do five Zaps for free using their basic apps. And I believe that these apps that we're talking about are... On that level, um, and then they go up from there. Uh, the limits are both the number of zaps and the number of transactions that that Zapier does uh, so there's there's those types of things, and there's a couple other limitations, but even the paid version i'm on um, I've gone back and forth between their second and third tiers, depending on my needs, and they haven't been overly expensive um, okay. And it, it, time is money. And I think that it's a really good use of money to replace time and repetitive yeah, totally. tasks.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and Yes.
1: I'm completely on board with that, especially yeah. techie stuff. Cause I can really get lost in there. So.
0: Well, we don't want you to do that. We want you to, you know, continue to inspire and motivate, uh, these, these women and help them make the change that they want to make in the world. I mean, that, that's really what you want to do. And one of my roles, and one of my favorite things to do is make tech work better for you as the business owner so that you don't have to spend as much time on tech and you can spend more time working with your clients. Yes, please. (laughs) Yeah, no, you know, this is, this is exactly why I wanted to do these tech breakthrough sessions because I kind of had an inkling before we started talking that Zapier might be an answer but I didn't know all of the bits and pieces to what you were looking to do. So I hope that this has exposed um, the opportunities to both you and to the entire audience and that uh, Zapier's worth a look at. I will have a link for that in the show notes. I also have a funny feeling, even though I haven't created it yet, that I might create a video walkthrough of some of the stuff that we've talked about here so that uh, Geraldine can get that and so that you guys can also have an inkling of what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, all of that would be so helpful. <laughs> and I mean the thing that you're making me making me see is that you know while I can sort of muddle my way through and figure things out on my own, I probably spent, I don't know, three hours trying to get it all set up and cohesive and everything yesterday, which part of me enjoys doing because I have this, I like to solve problems and stuff. And I enjoy the mystery, but really, you know, like you say, it's not my zone of genius. And what I need to be doing is what I really do best and what I want to be doing, which is out there coaching women who have bigger plans for making the world a better place. So I need to take you up on all of this expertise and also leverage the wider landscape of technology and possibilities that you see that I really don't.
0: Oh, well, thank you. No, I. This is this is my passion. I I love love helping others. I love helping others use technology in the best ways possible, and that's really what this podcast is all about. That's what this type of uh, episode is all about. And Geraldine, I am honored to have had you here on the Tech of Business podcast. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome. And likewise, it's such a treat to talk with you and to get this help. It's really been super beneficial, and I am so looking forward to seeing your podcast